Hi, I'm Cynthia Khan, founder of Remuse Now, and I'm here today with singer-songwriter Celeste Buckingham. Hey, Celeste. Hi, Cynthia. So nice to meet you. Celeste, congratulations for winning our Reverb Nation Featured Artist Contest. Thank you so much for choosing me. I'm, I'm so thrilled to be part of this interview. We selected you because we love your hit single and video for Run, Run, Run. So tell us the inside scoop about this song. Um, well, I wrote this song when I was 16. It's actually kind of a funny story because I decided to get up at 2 a.m. in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I sat in my room uh, with my out-of-tune guitar and I wrote this song. And then the next morning I played it for my younger sister, who's also a singer and a songwriter and my biggest critic. She hates everything I do. And if she likes it, it means it's good. Um, so she said she liked it. I took it to the studio, recorded it. And I didn't think it was going to do as well as it did. I didn't actually, honestly, I didn't believe in that record too much. And it blew up in my face overnight. Um, and it's what gave me, you know, the ability to be played on radio where I was from in Europe. I was touring with that song. It, it was endorsed by different companies. I gained the most played radio hit, you know, radio spins. I mean, it was, this song was a magical accident. So um, it's, it's been an amazing process and I'm really grateful for that one song. It was your destiny. <laughs> I hope so. I heard that you have another new single releasing called Unpredictable. So of course we want to hear a little bit about that song too. Um, yes, I do have a new song out. It's actually, it's very fresh on the market. Um, I've been in the studio for the last six months, locked in with my producer, Earl Cohen, who's up in New York. And I've been working on a new album and this is the first song of that new, of the new material. Um, and the song's called Unpredictable. Um, it actually kind of reminds some people of Run, 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 which is great because I'm really happy that they find that similarity. Um, and I would love it if people could find themselves in that song. Um, you know, we're faced with a lot of unpredictable situations in our lifetime, um, good and bad on a regular basis. And I feel that if I can help people find themselves in a song, then I've achieved what I wanted to do as a songwriter. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about it. It was recently released um, online and through Pop Crush, and the, the music video will be available very soon. And you'll also be able to hear it on Radio Disney exclusively for two weeks. So we're very excited about the new song. I'm excited too. <laughs> <laughs> you have an amazing singing voice. And so I need to know what's your music background and training? Um, well, I've always been singing. Um, I, I started, I, I mean, my mom has notes of me as a baby humming and creating songs when I was a little girl, but um, I, uh, I, I took classes from the age of six to 15. So, and I never missed a day. My mom wouldn't allow it. So I never missed a class. And I took, you know, private singing lessons and I trained in opera and musical singing. And then I did, you know, pop and, and folk music. So I did it for a while. And then um, I also started writing when I was about 11, 12 years old. And that's, I mean, that's when I was writing seriously and trying to make them coherent, workable lyrics. Um, so I've been doing, I, I mean, I've been surrounded and, and engulfed in music for most of my life. By the age of 19, you'd already conquered the European music scene. You had won an award at the Europe MTV Music Awards show. So give us a little insight into your music history and accomplishment. It makes me feel a lot, a lot grander than, than I actually, um, I feel that I am. 
But thank you. Um, I released my first official debut album, um, Don't Look Back, when I was 16. Um, and the album had three successful songs. The first one, which was actually one of the first songs I ever released, was Blue Guitar. Um, and I'd written that earlier. I'd written that when I was 12 or 13, and I put it on the album and, and re-recorded it. And it, it received some attention and, and kind of it started people getting to notice me a little bit. And then I released Nobody Knows, which I'd written for a foundation um, for children and parents, for children with autism and their parents. Um, so that was a second song that did relatively well. And then the third one that was successful off the first album was Run, 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 which we were just recently talking about. And uh, that song kind of took me by surprise and, and did extremely well. Um, and then I had a few other songs on there. Of course, one of them I did a duet with my sister, Carmel, and the song's called Gone. And the other one was uh, called I Was Wrong, which I did with a local, a European rapper back in the day. We, it's crazy because we, we recorded it there. We filmed the video in Los Angeles. Then we went back and toured on that record. Then we came back. So um, the album's kind of got a lot of stories on there behind the songs as well. Um, I've also released a number of singles outside that album. And um, I've released and written songs with other bands and I've done features. So um, it's a lot of musical history. I've won a few awards, which I feel like I haven't. I feel like my fans have won that for me. Um, I won the MTV VMA Award, which is the European MTV Awards. I've won their Europe, uh, our regional equivalent of, um, you know, TV personality awards and things like that. So it's, it's been a blessing. And um, I'd like to thank the fans for that because they vote and they ask for who should get nominated and who should win. So thanks to them. Celeste, you've only been in the United States since 2013. Tell me, why, why the big move? Um, well, I, I graduated high school at 16 because I'd been working. So I, I sped up my, my schooling and I took my exams early. And um, I, uh, I was applying to different colleges, both in Europe and the United States. And we came to Nashville to visit my cousin. She was getting married. And we stayed for a little bit longer than the wedding. And I'd had a few meetings in town with um, you know publishers and songwriters and um, people in the industry. And then uh, I'd also applied to Belmont. Um, and magically, before I even left Nashville, I got accepted to Belmont and I was offered a specific kind of deal. And I went home and we just kind of sat down, consulted with the family and decided that it was a good idea to move back to the U.S. So a few months later, we packed our, our stuff and, and moved back to Nashville. And I love it here. I love it here. And it's, it's a magical musical city. And I think it was an ideal choice. Your story is such one of wonderful coincidence and happenstance, and it sounds it's just so fun. <laughs> it, it, it's been a crazy fun ride. I feel like I live on a roller coaster, or like a theme park. It's, it's the greatest. It's so much fun. In your backstory, you say that you never follow a specific genre, and that keeps your sound raw and organic. As you mentioned, you've written for such charitable organizations as parents with kids with autism, and also discrimination against women. Tell me more about your songwriting philosophy and inspiration. Um, I like to write about things that matter. Um, they matter to me and the people around me, they, or they matter to a group of people, uh, or they're issues that I want to address. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a young human being in a world that can get very crazy. And there's a lot of controversy and a lot of issues that are happening that might not, that shouldn't necessarily be happening. 
Um, and so my way of expressing how I feel and my way of trying to tell other people what I think should be done or what I think is wrong with, the, with certain things in this life, I put in my music because I am a singer songwriter. Um, and I think songs can sometimes convey messages better than books or, or speeches or talks because a lot of times we tune out what people are saying. We, we are, my generation at least, we're very short attention span because we've been given everything on a silver platter um, in terms of you know information. We have extreme access to technology. We have extreme access to a lot of knowledge. And so we're very impatient. And so I think that being able to squeeze an important point about something or someone or some feeling or some ideal into a song that's three minutes and 30 seconds long, which is the standard for a pop record, uh, in a way that's entertaining or enticing or interesting uh, is one of the best ways to communicate with people my age or older than me or younger than me and be like, hey, there's things that matter. You can actually do something about this life. You can actually make your life and people around you better. Um, and people think that's impossible, but it's actually not that hard to achieve. It takes a lot of hard work. I mean, it's not just magically going to happen, but nothing ever magically happens without a little bit of hard work. Amen to that, but you've been magically making things happen your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been I think I've been lucky to be perfectly honest. I um I, I work but I do work really hard. I barely sleep anymore. I don't know if you can tell, but I like literally do not sleep. Um I am constantly on the phone, I am constantly running around. I spend more time in my car than in my bed. So um and I live at airports. So it, it takes a lot of hard work to achieve something where you want to make a difference in your own way, whatever way you can contribute. And mine happens to be music. Like I'd never be able to do be a mathematician. I, I can't I can't even make you know one plus one work sometimes. So um, you know, but everybody in their own way has something to contribute to our generation, and that's how humanity moves forward. Because if we if none of us contributed or all of us said, well, it's impossible, I'm not going to do it, then we wouldn't really get we'd stay the same for hundreds of years. So. Um, I feel like it's worth it, and I've just been very blessed that whatever I try to achieve has been achieved or has gotten me to a point where I, I feel fulfilled and, and, and confident in my abilities. So well said. You are super <laughs> articulate. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you very much. Thank you. As you know, Amuse Now is also about artists helping artists. Being a young artist who's obviously working very hard and doing all the right things, what advice do you have for other young artists who are trying to make it in the music business? You know, every, everyone says it's hard, um, and I didn't want to be one of those people when I started, but it is really hard to get in this business. Um, I didn't really think of it as a business when I started. I actually kind of had an aversion to it. I didn't like it, that it had to be all about success and, and the businesses and the companies you work with. and. I was like, I'm, I'm an artist. I do this to write. I do this to create. I'm not here to talk about money and, and budgets and you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, but I think the most important thing for an artist is actually to recognize their own talent and really work on it and also find their niche. If they're trying to break into a market and I'm, I'm, I'm a pop artist, so I'm talking about pop genre, but any artist of any caliber of any genre needs to know what they possess, needs to know how good they are at what they do. And not be, I'm the best, because there's always going to be somebody better than you. There is definitely someone out there 20 times better than me. But I know what I can do, and I know what I have. And I know that if I work a certain way, and I work really hard, and I'm careful about where I choose to go, I can do well for myself and also contribute to others. And so I think that the most important thing is, yes, the artist wants to be focused on creative 100% of the time. 
But if we're really aware of protecting ourselves and our needs and our creative integrity, um, I think that's the best advice I can give to starting artists. And then for younger artists who are not really working or recording yet, um, sing everywhere you possibly can. Get on your parents' nerves, sing in the shower, sing when you're washing the dishes, sing in the car, anywhere you can get your hands on new music, do it. Um, if, you can, if you can take classes in piano and guitar, do it. I didn't have a lot of time to do it and I regret it to this day. Um, so just constantly self-improvement is the best advice I can give for any art aspiring artist. Perfection in your craft, most definitely. Now that Unpredictable's out and you're getting ready to release the video, what else is up next for Celeste Buckingham? <laughs> Uh, I hope a lot <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, you know, it sounds crazy because I actually would like to take a vacation, but, <laughs> but uh, I've spent the last, I've spent the last six or seven months uh, in a studio writing and recording new songs and not just new songs, but creating a whole new sound for myself. I mean, it's not something completely different. It's an evolution of what I've done and it's gone. I hope it's gone somewhere further and better. Um, I have an album that is almost complete. Um, but before that, uh, we have a couple of singles we want to release from that new music one by one. And one of the first ones is the new record, Unpredictable. Um, it's just been released. Uh, I will be touring in the United States within the next few months. Um, I will either be um, opening for someone or running a smaller headlining tour. Um, I have some obligations in Europe that I need to take care of. For example, I'm a regional ambassador for the cosmetics company L'Oreal Perry. Um, L'Oreal Paris is how they say it in Europe is L'Oreal Paris. Um, so I do commercials for them. I do events for them. I do some of their charity work as well. Um, so that's what I go back for uh, every I've been so busy looking at the specifics of what I do that I've forgotten to kind of be human and, and think about other human beings as, as, you know, not just a listener or audience member or fan or business partner. I really want to get back to that human level. And I think the best way to do that is through charity work and and charity work doesn't mean dumping a whole bunch of money at some organization it means really getting hands-on to me at least really getting hands-on and involved and and seeing the world from somebody else's perspective which may be completely different because when you're working with charity you're working with people who are going through different kinds of hardship and it's amazing to see the strength that comes from those people it's inspiring and it what it's what inspires me to continue writing because that's what i write about is you know overcoming obstacles is most of my songs regardless of whether it's a romantic romantic song or a powerhouse anthem or a ballad it's always about you can do this you're going to be i know that you've inspired me for sure <laughs> <laughs> thank you i i hope so <laughs> at least a little bit it has been wonderful talking with you today and getting to know you Thank you so much. It's been wonderful to get to talk to you and whoever watches this interview, I really enjoyed this. Thank you. I want you to keep in touch and hopefully I'll get to interview you again when you release your next album or your next big single and please keep in touch. I would love to, thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You too, thank you so much, goodbye. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment, a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about Amuse Now, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me at ccon at amusenow.com.